Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting a, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, welcome to the Romans 911 Project podcast. We're continuing a series going deeper in to understanding the disconnection and some of the issues that really need to be addressed and removed spiritually from our hearts and minds to prepare us for this time to be able to reconnect with one another between Jewish and Gentile believers, between all races, really to come into the fullness of John 17, love and unity. Um, and um, if you've uh, listened to the introduction because of the delicate and sensitive issues, if you've listened to the introduction, um, we, we are playing this at the beginning of each of these podcasts just to kind of set you up um, to be prepared um, for uh, to delve deeper into this subject matter. So uh, if you've listened to it once or twice, no need to listen to it again. You can fast forward. And again, we're picking up from the last podcast on this issue, which was on June 24th, which you can pick up in the um, on the website under Romans 911 podcast. If you just click into that link, you can it brings up all of the uh, Romans 911 podcasts on the Charisma website. So today, we are going to delve deeper into this understanding of anti-Semitism that has existed, but also anti-Semitism in the church and also how it's affected our hearts generationally. And I want to explain the difference between anti-Semitism and generational anti-Semitism and actually how the devil has been using it against us. Anti-Semitism is obviously blatant discrimination and hostility towards the Jewish people, while generational anti-Semitism is far more subtle and refers to the spiritual influences in the generational bloodline that actually cause us to become anti-Semitic. You know, you can be affected and influenced through generational anti-Semitism without even having acted on it. This is part of the devil's trickery and deception through the generational bloodline influence, which we're going to hopefully unpack in these next couple of sessions. It's part of the generational inheritance that's spiritually conveyed to us as a result of sin which we can't see because our thoughts have been affected by it. For example, you might want to bless Israel because you recognize from the truth of God's word concerning the Jewish people in Genesis 12, 3, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. But generational anti-Semitism can still exert its influence through your generational bloodline until you pray and repent for it to be removed, inviting him to break off any influence and to cleanse 
and to heal your heart in this area. In this particular instance, the influence manifests in the form of a connected mind, the intellect, but a stony, disconnected heart. Something I have witnessed and experienced so many times with my Gentile family in the church, and especially amongst leadership regarding issues that relate to Israel and the Jewish people. It can manifest in the form of a cold love or indifference and can stir up subtle anti-Semitic feelings and thoughts towards Israel or towards the Jewish people. In fact, digging deeper into the concordance here in Genesis 12.3, a more literal translation reads, he who lightly esteems treats you lightly, I will bitterly curse, which puts much greater emphasis on exactly how we treat and care for the firstborn in God's family, and especially how we behave and support Jewish believers in the Messianic body. Here's another example of generational anti-Semitism that can be easily overlooked. You might read the dual language when referring Jesus or Christ, uh, the Greek and Latin translations, and Yeshua and Mashiach, the Hebrew translation, and feel offended or feel some resistance towards it. Without repentance, generational anti-Semitism is handed down from one generation to the next. It is inherited through the actions and words of those around us in subtle ways, such as with family members, parents and grandparents, and through our friends and associates. Scripture sheds light on this influence in the second commandment in the Torah, saying that God will punish the children for the sins of the parents up to the third and the fourth generations. That's in Exodus chapter 20, verse 5. From this text, we can understand that sinful actions can be transmitted from one generation to the next through the generational bloodline unless we repent and break them off through prayer. We also can act on sinful actions through our own decisions and choices, obviously, which then can also travel down through our lineage and become multi-generational. Is this beginning to make sense to you? You know, please don't misunderstand me here. I, I'm not inferring that as believers in Mashiach, in Christ, that we are not forgiven. Yeshua died once for all sins. Rather, sin influences can still have an effect on us from one generation to the next, especially in the sanctification process that all of us go through as the flesh gets transformed by God's righteousness. Can you not recognize that in your own walk? And if you have a copy of the Ezekiel Generation, which was my second book and the introduction to the Reconnection message, there's an incredible testimony from Todd McDowell that I would really encourage you to read. And actually, you can watch an introductory video on the website, romans911.org. Just scroll down under testimonies and you'll see 
uh, Todd's um, uh, actually promotion of the Romans 911 project when he shares his experience uh, that totally caught him by surprise. This is a man of God who uh, runs Caleb Company, and it's a ministry in the church that's given itself to serve the church with the Israel peace and also uh, the fivefold and the new wineskin that's coming uh, into the church. And uh, when I went down there to share um, this this testimony, this 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 insight on how generational anti-Semitism is affecting us, and more important, how the enemy is using it, um, we prayed. After I shared it, we prayed. And I want to encourage you to listen to that testimony or to read it in chapter five in the Ezekiel generation, because, you know, this was an experience for me uh, where um, where this particular ministry leader and all of the people in the room had given their lives to serve the church, introducing a greater and deeper connection to uh, the messianic side of the family. And yet the Holy Spirit fell in this group and they all were convicted of generational influences in their bloodline and especially Todd. Um, and that day, the Spirit fell amongst us, breaking off those influences with those leaders. But it was incredible testimony to me. It was a confirmation to me that if someone like Todd McDowell, um, uh, who is a you know a, an incredible ministry leader, I just have so much uh, love and respect for him. Someone like Todd McDowell needed to uh, 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 break a break off these influences in the bloodline, um, which has traveled for hundreds, if not thousands of years, um, then beloved, all of us need to address this. And even those in the Eastern church, because, um, you know, in, in India and China and Asia and, and Korea, these churches were seeded by those from the West. And as we've discovered these influences, of anti-Semitism and generational anti-Semitism were not repented of. And unfortunately, they went as the gospel went out. Uh, these influences went with them. So this is a this is a, uh, um, a an area that the entire church needs to come into a much deeper place of repentance of. And uh, in the next podcast, we are going to kind of um, drill down a little bit on generational bloodline influences and how the church has, uh, even in the last 10 to 20 years, becoming much more conscious of um, of this particular issue. Um, so um, um, stay with us and tune in with us next week. And until then, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, Please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. 
Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. And it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end. <laughs>